0: Welcome home, I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist, and this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, cojourners. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm grateful we have a poem submission for this week. And this poem comes from Kindness Yakubu. And Kindness's poem is entitled Live. I have carried words around for years, heavy weights that served as bait. They led me into a hole of insecurity, these negative words that somehow stuck. I try to push them away, but somehow they lurk around. They hover, they abound. They wait for any attempt to break free and they pounce on me until I can barely breathe. Doubt has become a nation I live in, the anthem I'm singing, but I'm tired of repeating these lyrics, these words, I cannot. I want them to be afar off. I want to wake up in the morning and feel like I'm enough not to worry if my edges are rough. Because what is life if we're not all living it imperfectly, holding up our flaws, not worrying if they see it as ugly, if we can't all break free and live wildly? Me, I choose to live. Yes, indeed, kindness. This is a wonderful reminder for us to embrace freedom and to know that it can be effort, labor, work, when you feel the weight and the burden of shame, of guilt, of insecurity, all of those can keep us closed off and shut down. Uh, But at the end, you call out for what it means to live wildly. And that's what we want to think about today, the gift of living wildly. And I invite you to consider the ways in which you have filtered, censored, edited your speech, your dress, your habits, your dreams, the ways in which you have closed off and folded in on yourself, the ways in which you have collapsed, the ways in which you have lived smaller than your possibility, then your truth, then uh, the fullness of your personality, that there are some experiences that have diluted you, that have caused you to shrink, that have caused you to be silenced, that have uh, been so large and painful that they left you feeling stuck in some ways tap dancing or walking on eggshells trying to be acceptable, trying to be enough. And I come on today with the good news that you are already enough. We already are more than enough. And uh, it is a gift to give myself permission to stop living beneath my possibility, to stop living in boxes and categories In expectations that other people have drawn onto the pages of my life. I give myself permission to step out of those boxes, out of those categories to be everything that I am. And so even now, I invite you to take cleansing breath, that even our breathing can go to a more free place can go to a more wild place to know that we are worthy of that air. Many times as trauma survivors, we can hold ourselves, even our breath and our muscles very tightly. And so what a gift in this season, in this moment to take breath, to take in air, and also to take up space. Many times, uh, whether as women or as racial and ethnic marginalized persons, whether we are religious minorities or sexual minorities, whether we are persons living with disabilities, we can often get the message that we are not welcomed or that we uh, do not belong in certain places. And so to live wildly is to show up fully in the freedom of who I am, the essence of who I am, that I am not trying to be a caricature. I am not uh, trying to read any script that anybody wants to hand me that is supposed to be me, right? That I make the radical revolutionary decision to choose me. And when I choose myself, when I choose myself, and when you choose yourself, it is a wild decision. It is one that is very freeing. And your freedom can make some people uncomfortable because controlling people like to dictate and know what you're going to always say, do, think, or feel. And they will become irritated with you being a wild card. They will become irritated when you refuse to follow their script. But your freedom is more important than their comfort. You living from a place of truth is more important than their validation or their approval. And so I wonder, where are the places where you feel the most free to draw outside of the lines? Where are the places where you feel the most free to speak from the heart? Where are the places where you feel the most free to pursue your dreams instead of tending to everyone else's? And so this is an invitation for the mental health benefits of living wildly And what living wildly simply means is being at home within myself. You see, when I am restricted or limited and constrained, I am not at home with myself. My priority is making sure everybody else feels comfortable, right? So then I am having to adjust and modify and present myself in such a way that everyone else is at ease while I am not at ease, right? So as I come home to myself, I stop prioritizing the opinions, the expectations, the desires of everyone else, and I tune into my heart, I tune into my spirit, I tune into that still small voice within and begin to give that room, to give that breathing room and space to grow and to become everything that I am, right? And so you may wanna first ask yourself, who trained me to be so controlled and who is actually pulling the strings? Who or what experiences taught me that what I felt or thought was not important. In what environments did I learn to silence myself? Am I ready now as a part of my healing to reclaim my pen? Do you know I have been in some experiences in my life when people tried to hold my pen hostage, right? Whether in childhood or adulthood, where people wanted to be able to make me a puppet, to put words in my mouth, but that is not what I am here for. To be at home within myself is I am ready to show up in the fullness of what I feel, what I think, what I know, what I am called to, what awakens me. And as I do that, I will begin to truly manifest The truth of who I am. So, to live more wildly, more freely, I need to start paying attention to even my own body. You see, sometimes uh, we have been living restricted for so long, we don't even notice it, right? So, you want to begin to pay attention to your body and letting your body tell you in what settings are you shut down, restricted rigid, tight? And in what settings are you breathing? Are you at ease? Are you comfortable being the fullness of who you are, right? So to be more free, I have to recognize when I am confined. To really walk in liberation, I have to recognize the sources of the constriction, right? To live wildly I need to pay attention to what job settings, what relationships, what family dynamics, what religious spaces feed me with messages being unacceptable and needing uh, to pretend, right? What are the environments that promote a lot of self-doubt and insecurity that keep me closed off? And where are the places where I feel nourished, affirmed, respected, loved, seen in such a way that I can show up freely, right? Where I don't find myself in hesitation, but I find myself in flow. So you want to begin to notice that within yourself, also to live more wildly requires that I become more present, right, living in the present moment. You see, when I am restricted and stressed, then I am living in anxiety about what people will think, right? So then whenever I feel the impulse, the pull, the joy to do something, then I can get consumed with, well, What will everybody else say or think if I do this? What would other people do if they were in this circumstance? And so I can perpetually be in a place of being stuck in my panic and my anxiety as I try to anticipate uh, all of the things that could go wrong. And so I invite you in this moment to think about times when You took action or you said something that was true for you, even if no one or even if not everyone approved, celebrated or liked it. But you feel confirmed within yourself that it is a good thing that I spoke or lived from a place of truth. Yes. And uh The easy, a mild example that comes up for me is around dancing. And you all know uh, that I love to dance. And so many times if I'm in a public setting and there is live music, then if I hear that live music, right, the urge in me, the pull for me is to get up and dance, right, is to just get up and go for it. So if I'm stuck in my head, then I can start to wonder Oh, what will people think if I do this or blah, 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 blah. Like all of that is a distraction from truth, right? That there is communion happening with me in this music and my spirit needs me to get up and dance. So I need to get up and dance, right? And so I wonder whether a mild example like that or perhaps in your life, a more urgent time. Uh, where you pushed back on the pressures to be silent, to be confined, to be a puppet or to be a token or to be whatever other people want you to be. And you pushed back against that, even that own programming that is in our minds. You pushed through that and showed up freely as yourself, right? Because you were living in the present. And you knew this is what I need to say or do in the present to honor myself, right? So to live wildly means that I honor the voice within more than trying to bend and contort myself to be who other people want me to be. So as I live wildly, I come out of the anxiety of the future And I go into my present reality and say, how can I most show up in this moment as myself? To live wildly also means I get comfortable in learning and being open to new possibilities. When we have a restricted life, then we only do things that we're comfortable with. We only stay around people we have known for years. We only like conversations to be on like these three same topics. But when I am open to living, to learning, to loving, to experiencing, to exploring, then I am in a place where growth is possible. You see, in the wilderness, things grow right? They are not restricted. They come alive. And so to come alive, I give myself permission to learn, right? And some of you may be stuck in a number of dead-end situations, but you hold on because it's familiar. And so I wonder if on today you can think about choosing growth, uh, not just familiarity, where you can uh, choose to discover where you can really become animated, where you can really become alive. And that might be in something brand new, no matter how old you are, right? That it is not too late to learn something new and to approach life as a constant classroom, a constant opportunity to grow, to heal, to develop, to learn. And so we get curious, not only curious about the world around me, but I'm also open to learning myself. A wild person is always willing to write a new script, to write a new song, to do a new dance, even within ourselves. So I am not only learning more about the world around me, but I am wild and free enough to be willing to learn something new about myself, right? Because I am growing and changing and the things that I wanted or needed or thought five years ago, 10 years ago, even two years ago are different than where I am now. And so if I am locked in this box that because I said that this is what I wanted to do a decade ago, then I must follow this script often you will end up missing the opportunity of living your best life, right? So for some of you that may be around career and there are wonderful uh, experiences of people having a second or third career and then discovering, oh my goodness, like in this season of my life, this is what I really wanted and needed to do. For some of you that may be returning to school, no matter how old you are, for some of you that may be walking away from dead end friendships or relationships to say, I'm not just going to be here out of loyalty to years, uh, when I and the other people are dying inside, so I choose life, I choose life, I choose life. And then for some of you that may be around travel, that even if you don't have someone to travel with, many people are solo travelers, or you can go with family or friends or with groups and meet people along the way. And so what are the ways that you can be more open in this season of your life? And there's no restrictions on that. That's the gift of the wildness, right? So some of you never had a pet before, and uh, in the pandemic, you got your first pet and you love it, right? Some of you thought that you didn't want to be parents, and then you discovered down the road that you did, or vice versa. You uh, you had been trying, and now you've said, "Okay, I'm releasing that. I'm moving on to to something else that was not for me." So. Really considering what am I, what are the ways in which I am willing to open up my life to new possibilities, knowing that even in the newness, I can discover me, that I can find me on uh, some new paths, right? That it doesn't have to always look the way it has looked and it doesn't always have to sound the way it has sounded, To live a free life, to live wildly, is also uh, to show up for myself with compassion and uh, gentleness, right? That when I am harsh with myself, I have become that internalized critic, right? I'm the critical voice that our poet was talking about, that kindness was talking about in her poem today, this idea of you know, if as soon as I start to get free, I say to myself, oh, I can't do it. I messed up. This is a disaster. This is terrible. I ruined it. If I, if I drown myself in negative self-talk, if I drown myself in negativity, then it keeps me in the box. It keeps me in a cage. It keeps me in a cell and I am holding the key. And so to allow myself the gift of self-compassion and gentleness says that I'm willing to believe in myself even when I don't fully know what this looks like, right? I don't really know this path because I have not done it before. I don't know this journey because I'm new and it is new, uh, but I'm I'm willing to go on the journey, right? And so I wonder if as you think about living more freely, openly, wildly, if you can stop being the voice that talks you out of your dreams. I wonder if you can stop being the voice that talks you out of your possibility. I wonder if you can stop being the voice that condemns you to your best days being behind you and believing that nothing good can come ahead of you. And so to get wild, to get free, is not only about pushing past these external barriers, but also pushing through those uh, internal barriers as well. Now, speaking of the external barriers... I want to circle back to something I said earlier, which is when we have a marginalized identity, often there is more pressure for us to conform and for us to be silenced. And uh, two of those areas that come up, uh, particularly for women, are around your eating and around sexuality. And so uh, throughout uh, human history, when we look at the experiences and the treatment of women, uh, as well as other marginalized identities, uh, we see this pressure around body, desires to control our bodies, to restrict our bodies. And so a part of your wildness, a part of living free, may be you reclaiming Your right to enjoy your food, for you to reclaim your right to enjoy your body, right? In terms of sexual pleasure, that you are not needing to spend your whole life shut down, right? Shut down counting calories, shut down being numb or disconnected during intimacy, but to live wildly, as I said, is to be present and to be present not just in your head or in your emotions, but also in your body. And of course, we want to be healthy. And so because some people mistake what I'm saying to mean, you know, then you don't have to care about your health. No. So we can care about our health and also recognize that our enjoyment of our lives is a part of healthy living. And so giving yourself permission and space to enjoy the food that you do eat, that you choose to eat, and giving yourself permission to show up and be present and to be able to enjoy intimacy as well. Yes? And so I invite you to take sacred pause and think about based on your different identities, whether around your gender identity, your race, your ethnicity, your economic status, what are some specific ways where people of your identity have been restricted, have been monitored, have been shamed? And what would it look like and what are the possibilities being more free, right? And I know some things you are beyond our control in terms of other people, right, and we try to address these like social structures so that I don't become that internalized voice of oppression. What are some ways, some concrete ways that I can show up more fully and more freely and even more wildly? to exceed my own imagination i also want to say that to live wildly is also to connect with silence and with solitude and with nature that's a part of the wildness right so we can have a good time with each other i talked about group travel i've talked about intimacy all of those things and at the same time when i am free I don't need people to perpetually distract me from myself. When I am free, I don't have to perpetually be in front of devices that I can uh, go out by uh, the water. I can go for a walk. I can connect and check out the sound of the birds in my neighborhood. I can be still. I can be still because often we associate freedom with movement, right? But I can be wild enough to not run around doing a million things. I can be wild enough to be still. I can be wild enough to not feel pressured to uh, speak perpetually or constantly filling the silences that I can be wild enough uh, to be present and connected with the natural world, which includes me, yes? And so as we begin to live more wildly and freely, I want to finally say to push back on the tendency to judge or shame yourself, to give yourself permission to what we talk about, beginner's mind, to begin anew so when i'm beginning anew when i'm trying again then i release all of this perfectionism that our poet talked about right that we don't have to be perfect beings i simply choose to show up and do what i can and give myself grace as i am learning and growing and finally not only are we pushing back that shame and guilt from others but also when other people have opinions about your journey, that really is more about them, right? And I let that be about them. So I gave the example before of me jumping up and dancing, right, when I hear live music. So there are gonna be people who have an issue with that, but guess what? That's their own bondage. I'm not in bondage, right? I'm free. So if they wanna be in bondage about it and make assumptions about it, let them have it. Let them have that. I am going to do what is in me to do because I am determined to live freely. Yes, I hope you will do the same. And there may be some times when you get anxious and you don't do it and you just say, next time, right? I missed that opportunity. Next time I'm coming out of this box and I'm going to be me. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit welcome home.